Alright, you ready? Okay, yeah, I can't speak. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> found new, We, found we are recording, one. but I can delete this part. Found another one. <laughs> this one's probably better. Alright, but we're, we're not going to start with that Welcome to Drunk Sports, I'm Matt Sherry. Uh, I'm Swaggy P. <laughs> West sporting his brand new Swaggy P jersey. <laughs> Lakers, number zero, with Swaggy P written on the back. Yeah. How much did that cost you from China? It was a bunch. It came from the U.S. Oh, really? Or, well, actually, I don't know where it came from. So that's from. three bills. Is that three bills? Oh, it was a bill. It wasn't three. No, I mean like three digits, that's all I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely three digits. Mm-hmm. But, but worth it. But worth it. But uh, Absolutely worth it. So we teased it last episode, but we'll, we'll talk about the Kentucky Derby to start off with. Uh, Wes just pointed me to some YouTube videos to watch California Chrome dominate a bunch of races, so that was very exciting. Yeah. Take it away, Wes. California Chrome is a beast, my friend. I think uh, I think he's a clear favorite mm-hmm. for tomorrow. Yeah. The uh, the interesting thing is, out of all the horses in the race, he's got like the worst pedigree out of all of them. They've actually been making fun of this horse because there's really not a lot to talk about. His uh, his pedigree is sprinting basically. He's got a half sister that was like a champion sprinter, mm-hmm. or she won one race sprinting. Right. But not a lot to talk about there. No. So, so is that something you usually look for in a horse? Because I always look at it and see. This is I. Uh, I go to the track, like I said, a couple times a year, usually once a year. But I usually look for the best name of the combination of names. I do that so, too. Yeah, I do that too. But do you? Um, so do you look at 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 the results more, or do you care who they actually bred from? Well, I don't know. It's interesting. I look at a lot of things. Well, I only go a couple times a year too. Mm-hmm. But I'm obsessed with the Kentucky Derby because it's where you can make a bunch of money. So I always, I always sort of dive in and see what all the experts are talking about. But so there's a couple of things. So you got, I look at the times. Like is they all the last race? Right. They all run one and one eighth leading up to the Derby. They're all training. It's only time. one more furlong for the Derby mm-hmm. than like their prep race. So I usually just look at the last race to see how they did. Like a lot of them. Like, some of these horses, they did well for the first three quarters, and then they died off at the right. end. So, that's that's bad news. And you could also look... Those are shitty pressers, basically, what you're telling me. Well, they're, well, they're either shitty pressers, or they just have no long-distance pedigree. Yeah. And, like, on the, if, you, if, if you can learn how to read these fucking sheets, they got all kinds of shit on them. Yeah. But, uh, like, this AWD thing that has for the sire mm-hmm. and the dam... Uh, so it shows you the average winning distance of like their parents, mm-hmm. and so you'd use that. So like, but that's where shit gets crazy because California Chrome, the average distance was six fur six and a half furlongs for his mom and dad. So yeah, that doesn't sound very good. This is no. ten furlong race coming Absolutely. up. Absolutely. So I don't know. I look at a lot of weird shit here, but I don't know. You don't. I really don't know. I'm probably going to lose tomorrow, but I get obsessed with the Derby, so i got to bet on it. But California Chrome looks looks strong. 
Now, the only thing I've I've always wondered when I look at the times, because I was like, but is the jockey just running that race? So, like, if I'm a presser and everyone else is running slow, I don't want to get out to a big lead because I feel like my horse might not have enough to finish. I just let it go. So, But you have to. That's the thing. Like, these horses, like, they all have running styles. Uh-huh. And they're bred for running styles. So, that, that's, a, that's a good point. So... But, there's, but there also, are three front runners in the yes. race. There's okay. three. Two of them suck because you got. Let me see what his name's Wildcat Red. Yeah, he's a front runner. He's fast as shit. And then you have. Is, so what, what were his parents for low? Uh... They're well. One of them was six furlongs. One was seven. Okay, but that, those are still short. It's still short. Well, short none of these are. They're not. None of them are really long. But right. that one's about average, probably. Mm-hmm. But he's a he's an early he's he's a front runner. He's fast. So the other two front runners that are slow, you can basically throw them out because if you're a front runner and you don't get to set the pace, then you don't win because you flip out. You can't run the race properly. So you if if you're a front runner, you have to be in the lead basically. Yeah, and, and and Wildcat will be. He'll be in the lead right off the bat. I think. And for my point last week, like the Derby's weird because you can get stuck behind the pack pretty easily right yeah. away. So that's why it's tough, even for those those closers. Like if they're just in a group of five or six and they're pinned to the rail or something, they can't. can't so uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's that's that's, that's that's the jockey's job to make sure. But if you're a front runner, if you're a front runner, and like so, there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Two out of the three are they're number two and number three. Yeah. So, so they should, that could be they should be good. That might be tough getting out. I don't know. You think so? The they number one hole good. is really tough to get out clean. Right. So we'll see. I don't know. But um, it's interesting. Like a lot of the closers, almost all of the closers are from the eleven to twenty. So that's good. So that. all the closers are out on the wide. So and it's actually set up pretty nicely. Yeah. But the the favorite for the front runners is he's number ten. He should be able to get that, out clean, too, That though. should be clean. That yeah. should be out clean, and he should be able to run the race he wants to for that. I would think so. As long as he gets out clean out of the gate, uh, I think he's going to be in the lead. Mm-hmm. But front runners, they never win the Derby. Hardly ever. I rarely see them win a race in general. You can't go rail to rail. It's just so hard. Yeah. Unless you're by far the best horse in the race. But when the Derby, like, these horses are so young, you don't know who the best horse in the race yes. is. So... The other thing with it seems like with front runners, they're they're always like winners or back of the pack. Like they're never like I can bet this this guy to place or show because they're either gonna win or they're gonna they're gonna be way back. Well, so uh, the Wildcat Red, mm-hmm. the best of the front runners, mm-hmm. he's interesting. He's he's won five out of the last seven races, and he's been necked out. Yeah, of the two that he lost, so he never fades completely out of the picture. He's always right. He at least there. keeps up, but he might not have the final kick as other people catching up to. Him. I think he's going to get beat out by somebody that's stalking him. He's mm-hmm. not going to win the race. No, he still might come in second, third, or fourth. He might get into the money somehow. Mm-hmm. So California Chrome's your favorite stalker, right? And uh, oh, without a doubt, California Chrome. So the stalkers. Well, I was, I was going to give best of each. So you had the red, what was the full name? Wildcat Red. Wildcat Red. He's the best front, front runner. runner. Yep. California Chrome's the best stalker, right? Right. And then who's your favorite closer? Of the well, group? so let me go. I'll go middle of the pack okay. and then closer. Yeah. So middle of the pack. Let me see here. There's a couple of them. Metal Count. 
He's been getting a lot of good press here. Mm-hmm. Temperature. He's getting, but he finished fourth in his last race, and nobody, or no, so he finished fourth in his last race, and only three out of the last fifty-one winners have finished fourth. So, chances are he's not going to win. Yeah, going by the numbers. And then Candy Boy, a lot of people like Candy Boy. I don't like Candy Boy. I think. No, he's he's Candy coach. Boy's not a good name to bet on. Let me see. I'm all about names. That's all I know. Let me go to closer real quick. So my favorite closer is Intense Holiday. I think this horse is good. Okay. Intense Holiday or Harry's Holiday? Or Intense Holiday. So there's two holidays. Do they have the same parents? There's two Harry's old? Holiday, who's number two. Oh, I don't know about that. No, Harry's Holiday sucks. He's he's. Well, one I mean, the, I was just saying. He's is one the of the front runners. The same. Oh, look. So we got Intense Holiday. Because it's weird to have somebody with the same word in in the horse. Two horses. With so the same Harlan's word. Holiday is Intense Holiday is Sire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think it's the same Sire. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so that's fun. I think. Uh, People betting for fun. I think you should get those exact a box right there. Same dad. That's, that's a brother. That's a stepbrother rivalry right there. Oh, okay. And then dance with fate is my favorite uh, middle of the pack runner. I think. Okay. And so um, I just uh, tweeted at uh, a high school classmate of mine who uh, works as a producer at eighty-seven-seven The Game. Uh, he's big into the derby too, so he's. He said he was looking to do it all day. He was at Arlington today. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And so he, I asked, uh, I asked him, who should I exact it with? Uh, California Chrome, and his two favorites with that are Danza and Dance, Dance with Fate. So Brady Stiff, everyone. I it's really, seven, I, I do like Danza. Yeah, but Danza's. Uh, he's also like a stalker, so he'll be there with California. But they could both finish for a second, but. He's gonna yeah. get, he's gonna get out kicked by California Chrome. I think so. I mean, I didn't watch any of Danza at all. So you like those two picks, though? Of those two, yeah, those I do two like horses those. that he picked. I like those. Two. What was the other one? You said Danza. Dance with Fate. Oh, Dance. Yeah, I like Dance. Did he mentioned Dance with Fate had. Let me see what happened. He had an awesome run. Yeah. So did you watch a, a one race with at least all the horses? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. In the bluegrass, his last race, he... Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a counterpoint to something I said before, like when I talked about the times, and it depends on who you're racing against. Um, because it seems like all these warm-up races, they're racing against people they're going to race against in the derby. They do. There's always... It's not like they're racing against nobodies. But here's the thing, though. Like, they, they have their own little track, basically. So they'll go... Like, a lot of them race out of, like... Like, California Chrome came from California. Yeah, so she only raced against the horses that were at Santa Anita. And, like, hop, hop, whoever's And scratched. the horse hop, has never, he's, he's never raced out of California, so he hadn't traveled. This is the first time being away from his track. Ooh. So it's interesting. Watch and then out. a lot of these other horses, they... they Do they drive or fly? I don't know. I don't, they fly them. Okay. Yeah. And then his ears are gonna be popped. And he's gonna be like put, put, trying to put his hoof in there and shit. He's gonna be fucked up. Well, California is—it's a fast track. It is. Okay. And then when you get to Churchill, is Churchill it a, different, a different type of dirt. Is it like composite? Probably similar dirt. 
I imagine it's similar to dirt, but it's but they never they don't it's always hot there. And then right. you, then you come to Churchill, they just got shitload of rain last week. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be dry, obviously. Do we know what's it might which be one's a mutter? Do we know? This is I only know this from I Seinfeld. checked this out. There is one mutter out of the group that's awesome, but he but it won't matter because it's not gonna rain tomorrow. It's like ten percent today, ten percent tomorrow. So is it gonna be able to dry? I don't know sloppy. how these, these tracks work. Is it going to be dry? It's going to be dry then, yeah. So they put It'll like be a, dry and Do they put like a new layer out right beforehand? No. Like today. They just drag it. Like they'll they'll yes, drag yesterday it. Yesterday. You know how you do like a... Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, they'll yeah. just drag it like that. Just drive the tractors out and drag it. Yeah, yeah. Keep it clean. Kind of like a sandbox and golf. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want... Like, I imagine they do it mostly because they don't want big chunks in there where somebody can like slip on it and break but it. But a lot of these horses race on... Like a couple of the good ones. Yeah. They've only raced on artificial or... The majority of the races have been on yeah, artificial like, turf, are, so those are the ones that you don't really artificial. know about. Yeah, art, yeah, exactly. Well, that's also because so the, apparently they had really shitty turf or dirt for a long time, like and horses would be breaking their legs and stuff, and people wouldn't run there anymore. So like, right. we'll go artificial, so you don't have to worry about it. I mean, no, it's not a bad thing. It, no. Depending on where you're at, sometimes you have to go. But for the Derby, if your horse is only trained on artificial, and then you send them to real dirt. It's just a like different it. feel. Yeah, they don't like it, and they might not run well. So, a couple of these good ones. So, let me see. So, Dance with Fate, synthetic. Yeah, that's bad. Uh huh. How about uh, Danza? Metal Count, synthetic. Danza, let me see Danza. No, Danza was. Dirt. Do you know where Danza races out of? Well, the last race with Danza was out of the Arkansas Derby. And it was a it was a great run. So, so it could be two pressers that come out. Here's how I see the race going. In my unprofessional opinion, it's going to be one of the who is your favorite front runner? Red, something red. Red is yeah, big red basically. What's his name? <laughs> we did a lot of research. Um, he's going to be leading the place, and then oh, Wildcat Red, Danza, and California Chrome. Are gonna take off together. California Chrome's gonna be about a half horse length ahead, and then then your favorite closer is gonna come in third. Dance with fate. Dance with fate. Trifecta. No, no need to even box that people. We just need trifecta. We start off with California Chrome in first, Danza in second, Dance with fate third. I think a clo- there's gonna be a closer in there. So isn't that what Dance with fate is? Dance of Fate is none of these horses are considered closer. There's no sustaining oh, closers. Closer? These are all oh, okay. These so, are all fast horses, and they get out quick. So none of these horses are sustainers or closers. Right. Classified, but out of all of them, though, Wicked Strong is the will be the farthest back. He's a presser, but he's got a zero rating for a start, so he'd be the farthest back out of all of them. So if anybody closes, it'll be wicked strong. Yeah, but I don't like that at all too, because that means he's he's way back and he might get closed off. There's a bunch of quick horses in this race, and Wildcat's going to come out hot. He's going to be leading the pack. But front runners never win the Derby, never. So do you have a favorite jockey in general that you see a jockey you're like? You got to go with because uh... I only recognize jockeys that always race at Arlington, so I don't know anybody else in the in the nation. I think you got to go with Calvin Burrell. Just because he won like three out of four derbies in the, like the last 
He probably won three out of the last five derbies. I, think. I always bet on Hispanic Jack. And uh, <laughs> if his first name's Eugenio, I'm betting on it. Valles, Valles Quez, or oh, yeah, he uh, he's always in the that money. That sounds like a winner to me. He's awesome. Yeah, he's always in the money. So this girl, Rosie Nepervinnik, <laughs> whatever <laughs> fuck her name, is. she's a redhead. Rosie's, she's pretty good. She's never finished higher than well, no woman's ever finished higher than like eighth, but that's her. That's her record for yeah. women. So she, I think she she could approve on that. I think that, that might have been last year, too. I really wish I could bet on which horse is going to finish last. It's too easy to fix. That's why people don't do it. I think that would be that would be harder this year. Well, yeah, it would be easy to fix, but if you're... That's why, that's why the bet If you're not the exists. fixer, that would be harder to bet on than the winner. Right. I think California Chrome is going to win it. I would suggest an exacta key California Chrome to win uh-huh. and do the whole wheel on every other horse. The whole wheel. And so what's what's the total amount for that? That's nineteen dollars. Okay, and then we'll we'll everybody for first and California Chrome for second. That's Same another thing. nineteen dollars. So you're spending thirty eight bucks. As long as California Chrome doesn't break their leg, you're saying that's a that's a great bet. They're the best horse in the race. By far. Even though they have no pedigree. They've shown enough to win. So you you're telling me earlier he already had an offer for fifty one percent of his horse for ten million dollars. It was a $6 million offer for oh, 51% stake in this horse. All right. So would you accept that? You know, I don't think so. Because okay. the horse, is, well, he's probably already won. Um, How much money? He's already won about 14 or $1.4 He could win another $1.4 tomorrow if he wins the race. He gets one point four. Is that is that all it is? It, that doesn't seem like that much. Like, if you win a golf event, it's more than that, it seems like. Well, it's a 200... It's a $2 million purse, and he gets $1.4. I'm just saying that seems low for the Derby, doesn't it? That is, that does seem low. If it was Floyd Mayweather boxing, he'd yeah, get Yeah, like he gets $10 million. million if he loses. But most of it is, a lot of it is, like, just people betting on it and money exchanging hands, basically. Right. So if you have, like, a 100-to-1 horse, do you bet on your own horse still? Absolutely. You get a horse in the race, you get a bet on it. There's been a lot of long shots. I mean, Giacomo I mean, won it. But I mean, Animal do you, Kingdom. Do you put like a thousand dollars, like ten thousand dollars on it? Ooh, no way. Unless you're a billionaire. <laughs> 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 but get into that. So for uh, California, Chrome. All right. So here comes. I forgot about my other question. Okay. How much money would you have to be offered for fifty-one percent of your horse to sell? For California Chrome, if you own California Chrome, like is it twenty million? I don't know. I don't know about is that kind of stuff. Million? I don't. I don't breed horses because you're not just talking about how much he's gonna make. Because if someone offers me ten million, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, you still own like forty percent of the horse or whatever. I'm sure he's not a sole owner now. I don't. I, well, he's the only owner they talk about. So you're he bought in with or, like twelve people bought one like horse. Twelve of his buddies and. It was $8,000. I think it was $8,000 total for this horse. So, like, everyone pitched in, like, a grand, basically. Right, yeah. But he's the only owner that they're talking about. And he, and he probably bought a bunch of people out. That's basically what can't happen. Yeah, well, the horse, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe they just, yeah, because I think there's a lot of costs involved other than just the horse price. Like oh, yeah, training, yeah, yeah. Like you had training to, costs. You had to train them. You had to get, 
pay the jockey every stables, time. Stables, jockey, like all that kind of stuff. And it's probably a full-time job for a derby horse. It's probably a full-time job to make sure everything. I don't know how many people own this horse now. Yeah. But he's obviously the he's one probably that the majority talking owner. to. Yeah, he must be the majority. And he's the Donald Sterling of Kentucky And when you talk about a guy that could win, if he wins the derby and he goes on to be like one of the great horses, uh-huh. you're talking about like horses that are going to pay him to breed with with their dam, dam or whatever. The mares or the... Mares or whatever they Yeah. Future winnings? He's going to race for another seven years, so he could pull in another $20 million. Who knows if he wins all these fucking... Do horses get appearance fees? Like, if you, like, bring them... Like, I'll only race at your track <laughs> if you give me, like, 50 grand straight up. If he comes to Bushnell, we'll give him like, at least like. But I mean, like he'd be attracting me, like, hey, we have Kentucky Derby winning horse coming over here, and like people would show up. So it has to be worth, well, that much money, right? I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't go to Arlington to watch him, but no, but people would. Somebody in general, might. somebody might. I doubt it. No, I'm sure it would happen. Like, if you have a good publicist and say, hey, we have this great publicist, he'll get you in the papers over and over. People will come out. If he if he won a race, I mean it's like six dollars. Like, like some will like parents will just be like, hey, this guy, this horse won a derby. Let's bring our kids. Although he should be the underdog. So this is the kind of horse. The story is kind of weird because he's the favorite, but he's actually the underdog. So if he was the eighty to one favorite, that which is like his pedigree says he should be. Then there would be a huge story. Well, this is like the public, son after he wins the Valley Tournament. The public would love him, but nobody, if he wins this thing, the average person's not going to know that his pedigree sucks ass. No, no, no. I'm saying it's Daniel's son after he wins the Valley Tournament in Karate Kid. Daniel Russo. It's like, oh, this guy won the won the Valley Tournament. He's probably good at everything. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I don't think they'd make much money on appearances with the horse. <laughs> I mean, they have to pay some. Like, otherwise, I wouldn't tra- bring my horse there. Most people that go to Arlington track don't know shit about horse racing. They just go for fun. No. They don't even research but like, why they're like going. Like I was telling you before, like Cigar or whatever, who, that horse that broke, like... I've never heard of him before. One. I go to Arlington and never heard of the horse before. Well, it happened, like, when I was still, like, in middle school. Oh, okay. It happened a long time ago, like... But he won, like, 50 races in a row or whatever. And, like, he broke the amount of races... One like one without losing, and like that was a big thing. So did like, people go there? Yeah, it was it was super packed that day. I never I didn't go. <laughs> My family's not a not about a busy area thing. Okay. That's why Bob was like, "Hey, you going?" I was like, "No, it's the Arlington's packed on that day. I'll go on a different day when I can lose all my money." <laughs> Dude, Derby Day is awesome. You get all the sundresses, all that nice it's, hats. It's every time there's there there. Not as much. I'm sure it's not as much. There's probably less white trash there. It's definitely not Derby. It's actually like, it's it's usually packed, but not like Derby Day. No, no, no. Like, Derby's special. Normal, normal Saturday, it's busy. It's busy. But I'm sure like the other days, or Derby Day is like, it's tough to walk around. No. No? It's still not that busy. No, you can walk around easy. Well, I mean like, I, I just meant from like, the public stands like, from the bar down. You're not gonna you you're not gonna get a front row. There's not gonna be a bench for you to sit down. No, no, probably not. Unless you well, if you want to stay there, you yeah. If you're up and walking around getting hammered like I'm gonna be, yes. No, nah, there's no bench. 
It's not going to be a random bench to just sit on. <laughs> no chance. All right, so you already gave everyone the exacta. You key chrome in first, and then you key chrome in second. That'll be 38 bucks. Wes's best bet there. You'll at least make your money back there. And if more, not more. Probably. Yeah. Yes, if not more. It's 20 horses, so you're going to win at least. And and with that, you want three or four hundred. You want a roof for a chrome and a long shot to win, and then you're making the most. Right, money. yeah. Hopefully, some dipshit runs the race of his life and comes in first. <laughs> Hope your ass off. On some that. Patty Mills little fat ass runs his <laughs> ass off. You got the guy. For example, Pablo Del Monte. If that motherfucker gets second place and he's a fill in for the scratch. <laughs> Then you're in a lot of money, even by taking the favorite for a second. So I'm disappointed Hopportunity is out, because that was my favorite name. But he got fresh. Hops. Yeah, dude, the beer name mm-hmm. really got me going. I already said Candy Boy is a terrible name, so I'm not, I, I don't like him. Riding on Curlin is too close, not close to Curling, but not close enough. There's a lot of Curlins yes. that race these days. Um, I like the name Wildcat Red, but it's not great. I actually love the name California Chrome, so I'm disappointed he's a favorite. Because he don't make a lot of money just baiting the head straight. I know. Uncle Sai is a great name, but he looks like he's never going to be anywhere near anything. Uncle Sai is literally Uncle Sai of Duck Dynasty. He's fucking <laughs> yeah. that worthless. I've never watched Duck Dynasty. so It would be like betting on him in a 100 meter dash. Okay. So be careful. I like Wicked Strong. That's a good name. That's a twenty, dude. That's a. The, only, wish, the only horse that's ever won from there is Big Brown from but I, twenty. Well, I don't think he's gonna win. I I would, I would bet him on to show. Finish in the top three. He's a good horse. The only issue is I wish he was spelled like he had a Boston accent. Wicked Strong. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't think that would happen. His last race was really good. So Wicked Strong is uh, my pick to win. And he's a deep closer. He, he'll be the farthest back out of all the horses. Oh, good. Out of all the good horses, he'll be yes. the farthest to win. He'll be in that second pack. Or- I got a feeling like the early horses that are terrible, uh-huh. they'll fall behind him probably just because they're that bad. All right. But he'll be the farthest good horse away. He'll have to kick it in hard. So he'll be in like that third group, you think? Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, the derby usually ends up the pressers and the Guys way ahead before the last turn. They seem in one group. Then there's the closers in the second group. And then there's just shitty horses in the third group. You think it could be all the way by the third time group? It, by the time we get to the last turn, uh-huh. like when you still have about three furlongs left maybe, yeah. he's going to be in like... About the, 30% about, of the race left. Yeah, about 30%. He's going to be about that third group. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have... like This is how it's going to go. Wildcat Red's going to lead this whole race. Mm-hmm. Up until like the last turn, the last turn, and he's gonna start losing, and then he's gonna get killed by Chrome. Mm-hmm. But then you have these these closers. You got Intense Holiday, you got Chateau, who's gonna be up there the whole way with Chateau right here. I have twenty Chateau. to one. I don't know what he's currently at. I would Chateau could give Chrome a, a run for his money. So Chateau is your your long shot bet. If you're betting someone to win for a long shot, it sounds like Chateau. Chateau I like Chateau twenty to one. That's Great odds for Shatu. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Twenty-one. If you think he has a chance, if Chrome gets closed out at the beginning, like it sounds like you think he has a five percent chance, he's going to be ahead of Chrome. So Chrome's going to have to catch him, right? 
But so I'm saying you you think five percent chance or even lower? But like even a five percent chance, twenty to one. It's good, dude. I don't. It's hard to put a fucking well, percentage basically five percent chance means he is twenty to one. Yeah, it's true, but <laughs> you can't add it up. Five percent chance is nothing in these races. No, but like it's enough to put two bucks on. That means you get forty bucks. You could Keisha too. I would actually. I would put. If I was going to do it, I would key about four horses who I think could upset Chrome. Yeah. Key them for first, and then key in, or don't key them, but box them for first, mm-hmm. key Chrome for second, and then box another four or five horses for third. So we were talking about earlier, like, um, you were thinking about exacta boxing, or trifecta boxing, all the terrible, like, all the... Everyone, I'm guessing, 15 to 1 and up. No, no, no. I was thinking about the 30, 30 and 1 and up, boxing those. You could box five horses for an exacta for $20. And if it, like, let's say like in 2005 when Giacomo won, mm-hmm. and he was 50 to 1, and the second place horse was 71 to 1. Yeah. It paid, I don't know, I don't know what the exacta paid out, but the trifecta paid out. One, one twelve. I think. So I'm sure the exacta did eighty. So for a twenty dollar bet, you're looking at like sixty thousand dollars. I mean, it's not gonna happen, obviously. But who the fuck knows? This is like talking about lottery tickets. Like, right? I was one number off. I got twelve dollars back. But <laughs> so if you're hammered and you're like, fuck it, I'm just betting long shots. Do something stupid. So wait, Pablo Pablo Demonte doesn't have a number, but does he get a number now that? Um, opportunity got scratched? Does he take 11? He takes 11. Right? Yep. Okay. Just checking on him. He has no shot. Um, anything to, else on the derby you want to talk about? Nope. I just hope California Chrome comes first, second. Or second. Absolutely. Alright, we'll talk about the NBA quickly. Um, I was really bummed the Pacers won. Me too. <laughs> Fuck. Especially on the on the the comeback from for the Pac Man. Did you see the new Hawks logo? Hmm. Bringing back the Pac Man logo. Oh, really? Yeah, it's slightly updated. It's not as good, so they added like some ruffled feathers. Ruffled feathers. So, like, you know how before it just had one jagged line and and it opened. Now there's like there's like oh okay two diagonal shifts in the front, which I have to be. Honest, in in my early days of basketball card collecting, when I collected Atlanta Hawks cards, I seriously thought it was Pac-Man. I had no idea there was a Hawk there. It was probably until I was 18 that I saw the old logo. I was like, oh, that's a Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought the same thing. Looks awfully lot like... I'm glad it's back, and the official Twitter is calling it the Pac-Man. The Atlanta Hawks official Twitter said... Bringing back the Pac-Man. So I'm very excited for that. And they hit, so they had all brand new shirts laid out for everybody in the arena yesterday. yesterday. Oh, so they brought it back for the, even now? Other time like it's for year. next season. Oh. that okay. Like that's going to be on their jerseys. I'm trying to find this picture. Well, you're terrible at it. Wes's Google Foo is, is weak. There you go. Right there. This one? No, no. Middle. Second row. Yes. Oh, okay. 
You know what I'm saying? How the, the little yep. ruffle there? Yep, yep. And it, they also have a little weird eye thing. It looks less like Pac-Man. Though. So they have a Pac-Man, but it's basically a hawk head. Yes. Now, now you can actually see the hawk in it, which is a bummer. Yeah, okay. The other thing that makes it easier is because the other one used to be like a yellow and a red. Like yellow and a red around it. Mm-hmm. So like, it looked like Pac-Man because it was yellow. I got you. That's a good look. But I still I still have Hawks in this series. I don't know about you. Oh, absolutely. I'm thinking you, Hawks. You want to know why? Because Vogel said there's no answer for Kyle Corver. <laughs> there is. There is no fucking answer for Kyle Corver. There is no answer. Larry Bird's come out and said Vogel like his keeping his job, but I can't understand why. You can never listen to anybody what they say. They'll tell you anything just to get you off the rack. Vogel's gone. Larry Legend's not going to sit through another embarrassing season. Can like I this. can I make a, a wager in Vegas that Larry Legend comes to the sideline and coaches Game Seven? We should be questioning Larry Legend's status as as a decision maker. I don't think he's a great GM. I mean, the thing is, he's made he's what's he ever done great as a GM. Uh, I mean, this team he has now is a good assemblage of talent. That's a lot of years, though, to get to this point. Uh, he hasn't been the GM that long. He's, like, he's been coach like slash GM for eight years. No, like That's was, a long time. Yeah, it's a long We've time. We've been ra- raping Jordan about his skills. To be fair, Jordan was never the number one seed in this conference. That's true. And, and he, we've been killing him this whole the, time. And they were the number two seed in this conference last year. The Pacers were. Larry Legend, I don't know how he got so famous as a, a GM when he... I don't came. think he's that famous. I think it's just because Lance became good for a while, and now he's back to Lance. Dude, Paul the, George was a wonderful pick. Even you can't. Well, remember. Larry Legend, he's won GM of the year like a couple times. Oh, there's the old logo. Right in the middle there. I don't know why, now that we think about it. Oh, so yeah, we need. I, you know what? The problem was we didn't have HD back then, so you could tell there's an eyeball. No, no, it was it was oh, a tiny see. little it was a tiny little <laughs> logo in the bottom left of the card. Oh, the card I'm remembering. Of course, had, it's a Pac-Man. I think it was a Fleer. I think there were Fleers, and there was gray outline in, around the card. Well, they have all kinds of cards, but well, I'm talking about 1990. This, the 89, 90 it, it was Tops, Fleer, Skybox. I'm talking before the metal series. I just went through. Actually, I get my Jordan. I just put every card I have in on Beckett.com. Yeah. In a database. How much money? It's not nearly as impressive. I hope for less <laughs> money than you actually spent. Eight thousand dollars. That's good. That's good. Eight eight grand. I didn't spend any money. My parents spent a lot of money. Exactly. Like <laughs> as a kid, that doesn't kind of. Especially since most of the time I went to Arlington Card and Coin and was stealing half those packs. I had a, one of my buddy's dads one time, he, he bought a pack of cards from a Jewel Osco. Yeah. And he got a Michael Jordan autographed jersey card. Yeah. And I was a senior in high school, I think. I bought it for $500. And so I thought it was going to be worth a ton. No, it's probably worth 250 No, so I, I got it appraised by Beckett. I had to send in like pictures of it and uh-huh. stuff. And... 800 But I was like... That's a $300 profit. I was still pissed. I was like, what the fuck? Bought that thing 10 years ago. Come on! 
The thing is, like, there's probably just too much of them. Right. They yeah. Well, they only made twenty five of them, but they made like four hundred autograph cards of Jordan. So I don't know if you know this, but me and my college roommate Ben went to the um, sports collectors conference that was held in Rosemont. No, I did not. This past summer. Oh, really? It was awesome. We bought we bought a pack of cards, and we're like, we're not going to open these for ten years. It was it was just a box. It was like you know what's amazing? Like when I was a kid, like you could buy a box of those, and it's like sixty dollars or something. But all the boxes we bought like were one hundred twenty dollars. But like it's like this is awesome. You can actually buy a box of cards. Like that's that's amazing. I did that a bunch. Yeah, we bought we bought a, a ninety seven ninety eight pack. Like right after the Bulls dynasty pack. So you're hoping for so who's the ninety seven? Oh, like there was no one good in it. We opened all those cards, and we bought like an eighty seven, eighty eight Donruss baseball pa- uh, boxes. <laughs> we bought a box of that. The one is, it still had the waxy paper, you know, the waxy paper yep, opening. Yep. Oh, it was great. I loved it. My dad's, my dad had a friend who he was a huge collector. Right. He had his his whole house was boxes of cards, like. <laughs> That's all he did, oh. and he came over like I was pretty. I was in high school, and he he offered me like 12, 12 of his best major league baseball cards for one hundred and fifty dollars. And I was like, I was, I was like, whatever. I was like, yeah, I'll buy them. Okay, uh-huh. one hundred fifty dollars. There we go. And those that's like, the bulk of your eight grand right there. Well, no, they're only like they're like fifteen hundred dollars, but I mean that's. That's, that's good. But there were a lot of good cards. I was like, I had no idea that they'd be worth anything. Like no Robert Roberto Clemente's. There's or, no Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. I got Hank Aaron cards that are like way back in mm-hmm. the day. Clemente. Yeah. Bunch of crazy cards that are just. Yeah, the worst part about this conference or this convention was like anytime you see something cool that you'd really want, it's always like, that's too grand. It's like, mm, <laughs> not going to touch that. But. I did buy uh, uh, two programs from the Bears in the 40s. Yeah. They were awesome. How much did you buy those for? Uh, they were like 30 bucks, 35 oh, bucks. Oh, Jesus. See, this, that's a long time away, though. Yeah. Wow. No, they were awesome. Like, uh, I bought them mostly for the art, because eventually I'm going to go get them framed. Yeah, that's pretty cool to, to get something like and that. And I have it somewhere here. I'm sure of it. Well, the only reason I was going to get it on insurance is in case I get robbed someday. And, because <laughs> basketball cards, I have all my cards in this one safe that right. you could carry out of this fucking place. You break in, carry the fucking safe away, and my whole collection's gone for all my years. So that's the why I had to fucking <laughs> is that put that an issue? I had to you put can't them, do that? I had to put them all into Beckett for that bullshit. It, dude, it took like 40 hours to put all that shit in there. Yeah, I can't find it, but I ha- I have it. It's great. It's like a so it's a it's bears forty niners, and so there's a forty niner like going around a mountain, and there's like a bear like going over the top, like just drawn by the hand drawn by this. Oh, dude. really? That's, it's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I thought they charge more for that kind of shit. That's why I don't think my Jordan shit's gonna be worth anything because no, like that's nineteen forties you just said, right? And I'm looking at uh, I think it's like fifty one, but. Still, that's been a long time, and it's only well. The thing is, like those 
those things they were sold to all forty five thousand people in in the stadium. Still, it's, it's not it's not a lot of. St- I mean, it's not it's not a lot. Okay, here here it is. Oh, yeah, that's that's cool. Fifty three. Wrigley Field. Oh, they played at Wrigley. Yeah, they played at Wrigley for a while. Wow. That's why uh, the region uh, the recent hundred hundredth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dicka come out because Dicka played there for like. Four oh, did they? I didn't see any of that. Yeah. So yeah, th- uh, this one and I have another one. And it's it's awesome. It's great. That's cool. Yeah. I want to get this frame. There's so many cool ads in it. I hold on to that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to get a frame. The only problem is it's like forty pages long. So it was like this is too thick to frame. Like it's not too thick to frame, but I mean it's just like. I kind of want to also have it. Used. Get a professional friend. Oh, yeah, so that it doesn't yeah. fade or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yellow. We'll do that. Right now, it's still in. It's underneath my alarm clock right now. <laughs> oh my god! I have the car, there's a cardboard in the back, so it's like laying on the cardboard. I really care about it. <laughs> care a lot about it. No, I don't. I don't care that much about it. it like I said, it was like twenty five bucks. But there's like Ben really wanted to buy a scorecard from the Cubs last World Series game. Wow, that would be pretty cool. It was like 120 bucks, and he's like, "Dude, I bought a fucking autographed Jordan baseball, who is probably not real, but that for like 300." Yeah, tell Ben to grow some balls. Ben, Ben, grow some balls. When you listen to this, you're a (laughs) pussy. (laughs) But yeah, you should go with this. I think um, next year it's coming back to Roseman, but I have to double check. Ben already told me he's like, "I want to go back." I was like, "Yeah, I'll go back for sure." The thing is, Ben has a job that doesn't make him any money. I won't go back, but I'll go. You should go. It's at Rosemont. It's really easy. It's like it's like thirty dollars to get into. Oh hell yeah, I'll go. Yeah, it was great. We went we went for like five hours, then we came afterwards. We I went spent to, thirty dollars on these shitty fucking limes that I got. <laughs> we fucking juice. We went we went to Toby Keith afterwards, and we're oh opening, we were opening the cards. Oh my god, we were opening the cards and drinking for lunch. Oh god, it was great. I can't go to that place. Like, so it was during the day. It was during oh, the day. Well, that's fine. It was like a Saturday. Next at time one. I go to Tully Keys, I'm taking a fucking football to throw around on that turf field today out there in front. <laughs> that's awesome. Last time I went, it was winter, so it was like the uh, ice rink. All right, so we haven't talked about <laughs> the NBA at all. Yeah. Um, right now, uh, San Antonio looks in control, even though it's only four points. I think San Antonio is going to pull this one out. Well, I hope not. Oh, shit. I think he just traveled. I think he did, too. Anyway, so... I'll tell you... I think it's going to go seven. I think Dallas is going to pull it out tonight. But I'll still take Spurs in seven. That guy had a fucking Stussy hat out in the background. But he didn't even have the normal Stussy set. I can't believe Vince Carter is playing this well. He's like 70 years old. Insanity! You know, he uses... He uses that fucking color for men shit because that beard definitely has some he's letting it grow in too much on his head right now because like you can see the the Clyde Drexler baldness coming in yeah oh yeah look at it definitely I mean I think he should let it rock right (laughs) let's go full like I'm the bald dude in the NBA dude he's really bald you can see that that goes way back yeah no it's full baldness oh that's full like he didn't shave today you can tell LeBron, needs to take a bit LeBron's that, got nothing to worry about. Look at that. 
Well, LeBron will be wearing a he will be there. headband. <laughs> <laughs> Measuring his hairline. Uh, uh, yeah, so do we have uh, Portland-Houston? I still take Portland. Oh, God, I'll take Portland, too. Tonight's game six, right? Yes. And it's at Portland. At Houston. They were just at Portland. No, they were just at Houston, right? Yeah, so Portland has to win tonight. Yep. They got to win. I'll take Portland tonight. They have to win this game. I like. You I never like want to play a team on their home floor at games. I love Rose City. Uh, Portland's one of my favorite travel destinations. So I've never been there. Back. You like that place? Yeah. You may not. You fucking lumberjack. I don't know what they do out there, to be honest. Just hipsters. Offensive oh. foul on Kawi. That was that was flop city by the bald man. Good call. Good call. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I, lo- I love Portland, personally. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Food <laughs> Sanity just flopped. Like, he went... He didn't even touch him. He went... Oh, Tony! Get on, Dirk! Come on, Tony! Ow! What's up, pal? Dirk, why are you fading on Tony Parker, who's a foot shorter than you? Dude, Dirk's an idiot. He always has been. I think you're just mad, because he, he rejected LeBron's first... I am, mad. I am mad about that. I'm more mad at Jason Terry. Oh my goodness! No foul. <laughs> they didn't call a foul. <laughs> anyway, so we got We got to. We got to move on. All right. All right. Uh, so you need Game Seven to happen in that Atlanta. Or you? Oh! Want, you want? <laughs> you just Atlanta Brooklyn's <laughs> going to seven. Oh, do they win today? I think so. Oh shit! I don't know either. I'm not paying attention. I'll, I'll watch it. Let's go to the other series. I'll watch the headline. So we got Golden well, I think State. That one's already over. Yeah. Who do you like in Golden State? Clippers. I, I told like, you I like the Clips. I'm taking Golden State. You're wrong. Seth Curry's had a bad series. Seth Curry. Oh, I did win. Yep. Seth Curry's not that good. That's what you he mean. is good. No, he's a stud. No, he's not. Just had a bad series. You overrate Seth Curry. Draymond. You Green. love shooters. You would be Frank Vogel saying there's no... There's no answer. <laughs> there's no answer for Kyle Corbin. There's actually no answer. Well, there is an answer, obviously. But yes. it's a hard answer for Seth Curry. Steph Curry. Yes. And when his mom gets shown, they win every time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. I need to see more of her. His, uh, I forgot I meant to look up her nickname. His sister is pretty hot, too. Is she as good looking as Joe Kim's sister? I've never seen Joakim's sister. You've never seen Joakim's sister. Oh, she's good looking. He she probably, is good looking. He probably has sex with her. No. He's got some weird ass fucking fetish with his sister. Stop with your fucking Wincess bullshit. <laughs> That's his sister? Yeah. Yep, she's shot. She does look like her fucking brother, though. That's weird. Yep. It's his mom. Yeah, his mom's a sexy blonde, yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be some extra edits on this one. Because <laughs> we're not talking about shit. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's enough for NBA, right? We talked enough about them on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, basically just heat and everyone else. Yeah. Do you, do you like anybody from the West right now? Because it's a toss-up still for me. The only team I like are the Dubs. 
I think you just like it. They might get ousted. Yes. <laughs> I like. I like Thunder, nobody. Thunder gonna pull it out. I would not bet on anybody to win the West. Thunder gonna pull it out after um, Randolph got suspended. I can't believe that. Probably. You can't punch a dude in the face nowadays. No, I can't believe he did it. I can't believe they suspended him. I can't believe he was that dumb. Can we bring up the? Point when I was like, um, I forgot who he punched, and so I put in Zach Randolph punches, and it brought me like four <laughs> different players. <laughs> it brought up the whole team. That knows how you're in, you're in good shape with that, right? Well, yeah, I can't believe that. I think I think obviously the Spurs win though without Randolph. Yeah, yeah, not the Spurs, the Thunder. Oh shit! <laughs> Whatever team. Have another drink, Wes. Jesus. Alright, do we uh, do we want to take a break? Yeah, you? before we move on. I need another drink. Obviously, I need to refill. Okay. <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll be right back. And we're back to Drunk Sports. Um, we're going to move on to a wonderful TMZ story we saw. Um, apparently, Mayweather... Broke up with his current recent girlfriend, Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, something Mayweather would never say. She's got two first names: Chantel, Christine, Miss Jackson. Yeah. So uh, he Instagrammed a picture of his his ex girlfriend's sonogram and did not approve of her killing babies. I believe is, is there a G on his uh, killing babies? Does not approve of killing babies. Is it just N though? N apostrophe? I think it's just N. You, get, you have it in front of you. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's definitely a G. There's definitely a G. So he, he used proper English when he um, was a total asshole to his ex-girlfriend for no reason. <laughs> um, I'm very amazed that somebody would do this. Just in general. This is incredible. Even though she really fucked up by doing this. Apparently if he didn't want this... But you don't tell. You don't put but it out. But still, the girls. It's, it's her body. Like, you don't put it out there on the internet, right? Just, this is I. This made me make you a racist person. This seems worse to me than kind of what Sterling did. All right, it's right this? up there. It's how right about there. this? This is much it worse than what Sterling's gr- ex girlfriend did to him. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. That's true. Yes. This is yes. like slut shaming at its top. It is. And I'm not against slut shaming. I'm all for sluts. This basically made it so no nobody in the right mind is going to team up with him to buy the Clippers. All these people that have real money. Yeah. The same week you can't go like, I want to buy the Clippers. Here's my ex-girlfriend's abortion I didn't agree with. The people that have the real money are not going to team up with Mayweather now. Are you saying Oprah doesn't want to team up with Mayweather now? <laughs> <laughs> Unless she wants to bang him, that's she might. Oprah's like, I've had many of those. Unless she wants a piece of team money, she might. Who knows? I doubt it. I hear she's the front runner for this. Well, I mean, like she's she's gonna be an owner like Mega Magic Johnson's the owner of the Dodgers. Like, I'm sure she's gonna be. Oh shit! One tenth of an owner. Good lord. Spurs trying to come back. They're down two with seven seconds Dude, left. Rewind that. Where did he make that from? He just made that from half court. Was that Fatty? Fatty Mills just made a shot from half court. I should mute this, by the way, because it's going to be in the background. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. That was not half court. That was a three. 
No, it was just a normal three, but little fat ass bringing it. Fatty made it. So, yeah. So, so this makes me wonder, what would Swaggy P do in this situation? Does Swaggy P want kids? Is Swaggy P on the other side? Is he trying to push his girl to get an abortion? I think Swaggy... What would, he, what would Swaggy and Iggy do? That's it. I think Swaggy would be the same way. Because Swaggy's got... He's got enough money to support a kid. Mm-hmm. Don't kill any kind of swagginess that's coming out of him right now. You never know what that swagginess is going to be someday. So Swaggy P is the anti-Paul George, is what you're trying to tell if me. If you kill Swaggy Sperm, what are you killing? <laughs> Potential Swaggy's down the line. You kill. You could be killing the next Puff Daddy, mm-hmm. the next Kobe, the next Swaggy P. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? You don't want to kill that. Does Swaggy P imagine a Scooby-Doo where it's Swaggy P instead of Shaggy? All right, come again. (laughs) I I said, does Swaggy P imagine a Scooby-Doo where there's a Swaggy P instead of a Shaggy? Oh, oh, no. He doesn't doesn't give a shit about that shit. He doesn't want to bust a nut in in Velma? (laughs) He will. He probably has before. (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I was not prepared to field <laughs> fucking Scooby-Doo questions today. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Lisa Cardellini and Sarah Michelle Gellar that you can get a part of for Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get a little piece of Shara. Sarah, whatever name is. Shara. 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 Yeah. Sure. So you think you think Sway could do a similar Instagram? Yes. See... I don't think he's a hateful person, though. I think he's a happy guy. Like, did you get, uh, I sent you the Jalen Rose Awards YouTube video? Class I don't know Clown. if you watched it. Yeah. I watched it. Oh, yeah. Class Clown. I was like, oh, come on. He's having fun. He's on a bad team. What's the worst going to happen? Like, what, yeah. What would have been made of the Lakers without him? I don't know. But, like, I understand what he's saying. Like, you probably shouldn't say that about a woman in general. We were much oh, worse. That's true. That's true. But hey, <laughs> we if, were much worse. If Iggy <laughs> doesn't mind, who cares? Iggy, Iggy loves. Iggy swaggy. loves it. She loves Swaggy. And here's the thing. She loves that their name rhymes. Here's the thing. He didn't like the fact that this is the thing. All right, I'm gonna go Barlow. Listen, listen. It's a terrible. The terrible. <laughs> listen, listen. I thought Jalen was out of line. Jalen talked about how. He didn't like how he said he was the star player. And he thought, and Jalen was saying that he said Powell's a star. Powell is not the star. No, no. Well, he said the star was Kobe. Well, the yeah. superstar was Kobe. Star is Powell. And then they were claiming Jody Meeks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Swaggy P killed This is coming from a Powell. man wearing a Swaggy P jersey right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so take, take hey, it with a, a grain of salt, everyone. There's no doubt that Swaggy put the people in the seats to the, this year. <laughs> Give the people what they want, Jalen. Give the people. Nobody wants Pow. Nobody I wants- saw Jalen play for the Bulls. He was very similar playing as Swaggy P played this year. Not as much swag. A little more professional. But he put up with that many shots. A lot less swag. And he would call himself the star of that Bulls team over Ron Mercer. It's, dude, if Jalen didn't have that fucking baseball bat in his hands, he gets ass whooped. 
He actually didn't have a baseball bat for that point. Oh, he didn't? No. Oh, shit. Jesus. At least not that I remember. Well, you need dress what? Absolutely. So, uh, Mayweather has a fight, and he's going to win easily, right? Dude. I love Mayweather. Yeah. Mayweather is probably the best boxer this world's ever seen. Probably. I believe. The thing is, he's not an entertaining fighter to watch because no. he's so good. He's so fundamental that it's fucking stupid. It's like Tim Duncan on steroids. It's like taking Michael Jordan, his greatness, and making him the most fundamental player in the world. So you, if you mix Larry Legend and Michael Jordan together, I was saying you Tim, shit out Floyd Mayweather. I was saying Tim Duncan on steroids. All right, so Tim Duncan and Mayweather have a like baby. Tim Duncan, like super, I know what saying, yeah. super Tim Duncan fundamentals, but he's, in boxing, he's fast as fuck. He's strong. He's getting. I mean, obviously, he's getting older, so he's not as fast. But his as defense is so strong; it doesn't but, matter. Let me say this is his, these are his stats at 2012, all yeah. right? And this is why when people used to say that Pacquiao would knock out Mayweather, I'd fucking slap them on the fucking forehead because I was like, I always idiot. agreed. I always agreed. With Pacquiao knocking him out? Oh, yeah. my God. All right, listen to this. All right, so this is... A no, no, I agreed with that Mayweather, Mayweather would right, always yeah. win. He would never knock Pacquiao out, but No, he would win. never knock him out, but he'd always win by... He'd always win. He'd always decision. win by decision easily. Yes. So this is where it is. All right, so Mayweather's... This is 2012, so it's a little out of date, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to do a fucking ton of digging, so... Well, 2013, he only had, like, two fights. Yeah, so fucking deal with it, people. <laughs> All right, so he his career landing percentage on power shots was forty six percent. That's that's really good. That's fucking awesome. His opponent's landing percentage on power shots ten sixteen sixteen percent. That's and, a thirty percent difference. And I would imagine that's 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 even low. Like their contact probably was through a glove. That means he's probably never ever been on the verge of being knocked out. No. Ever, I think I think there's like one fight where I saw where he got a good knock on him. Just one good, like knock. maybe right. like one wobbly leg in his life. Not a, not even a wobbly leg. Like a guy hit him hard, and he just like uh, and like had to back up. That's incredible. You fight your whole life. This is yes. what you do, and you get one shot where you're wobbly leg. All right, so pa- let's go to Pacquiao. Yeah. Well, well I'm not going to talk about the fighters. He's going to kill this guy. He's fighting. Saturday. No, no, no. He's, he's going to crush him tomorrow. He's going to win the first 10 rounds, and then he's just going to dance the next two rounds. Exactly. He's gonna, well, he's going yeah, to kill him. Yeah. So Pacquiao, 2012, same year. Yep. Pacquiao lands. And this was when Pacquiao was still pretty good. He Yeah, he lands. He's still really good. He lands 45%, which is just behind Mayweather. Right. But, but he allows. He gets hit 33% of the time. Yes. That's a big difference. And I know you were a Krill listener. I don't know if you ever heard him talk about it. But, like, his stance is some I take a lot of creams in is the smooth guy always beats the power puncher. Absolutely. So Mayweather is smooth. He's always he's going to be in his place. He's going to be where he wants to be. Right. Pacquiao is going to be chasing, not going to be where he wants to be. He's gonna get knocked, dude, and Pacquiao so always, might get knocked out. By he always bet on the guy who wants to be where he wants to be. Right. He wants to be a defensive player. Right. He wants to not get hit. He's And Pacquiao... Pacquiao wants to kill Pac, you. Pacquiao's going to be out of position because he's right, going to be swinging. Right. And I'm, I'm guessing by the 
eighth or ninth round, he's going to be frustrated, not hit, get, not getting hits. Absolutely. And he's going to go even harder and be tired. And then, and that was two years ago. Today, he'll probably be not he stands no shot. No, 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 not even close. No shot. He, he, and the he, thing is, Mayweather he got off the roid. Mayweather probably couldn't. Mayweather didn't roid either. I think Pacquiao roided. Well, Mayweather. That's why Mayweather wanted the tests. I know exactly. Mayweather he boxes off of instinct and just straight defense. Well, the thing is, he and knows Pacquiao he's not going to get all about hit. Power, man. He knows he's not going to get. Yeah, hit. exactly. He's all about power, Pacquiao. So, like, I in 2012, if they fought, I could see Mayweather knocking Pacquiao down, not out, just down, down, because he'll winning he'll, by he'll, decision. He'll jump out of the way and like. Pacquiao will end up off balance and knock him yeah, down. Yeah, he, he doesn't need to win. By it won't be a hard hit or anything. No. It'll just be like a shoulder hit as as Pacquiao is off balance and he's going to be knocked out. Mayweather's awesome. He's a great fighter. I lo- I I love him. I the only the only reason he won't be the best fighter ever is because when you like back in the day when you had guys like Ali, yeah, Ali would fight anyone. He'd well, go above his weight if he had to. Here here's the difference. I think I think it's. And it's not as big it was of a, sport, a bigger no. game. Yeah, it's not as big of a sport. It was it was central back then. Right. I would love I would love for ABC or NBC to bring back like a Saturday night fights where like every week somebody was fighting. I still watch the HBO fights. Or I used to with my dad on HBO. HBO fights. I would absolutely wa- watch it. Like boxing is something I wish I knew better. Like there's some sports where I was like I wish I knew this sport. I think better. boxing's more well it's not more skill. I just I enjoy watching boxing more than I do UFC. I hate UFC because it's so MMA in gruesome. General. MMA. I hate it. It's terrible. Yeah. And I understand oh man. Um I understand the arguments too because they're like yeah, but it's actually easier on the bottom because you get knocked out and you're done. There's no 10 seconds right, and you get right, back up yeah, and you get another concussion. Which makes a lot of sense, especially with our our latest concussion. At least you get your arm ripped off, though, or some bullshit. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you tap out before your arm breaks. <laughs> Is that an issue? <laughs> I liked, uh, you know, I was, when I was growing up, I fucking loved Roy Jones Jr. For, <laughs> for like, my 18th birthday, I got, I got a whole DVD set of every Roy Jones fight. How'd your grandpa feel about Roy Jones Jr.? Fucking hated him. <laughs> Fucking name. My, my grandpa hates everything that I like. He's Are you sure he just wasn't Donald Sterling? But like, not, not rich? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you were from Miami? Balls. Balls. <laughs> now he's like, Pacers? Roy Hibbert! <laughs> he, hated, he hated Roy Jones, but Roy Jones was a fucking stud. He wasn't, Roy Jones was not Floyd, man. Floyd. No. Floyd doesn't get hit. Ever, but Roy Jones is what you're talking about. He was he, good. Roy then. Jones took on like all comers. Nah, he went up though. He went up in weight class. Yeah, is Roy he, went Jones, up, he went up more than. Uh, is Roy Jones the one I'm talking about? Like, there's there was a guy who won like three, three or four three weight anyways. classes. Yeah, it was Roy. Yeah, I mean that's really that's more impressive, I think. But he it was bottom feeder weight class people. Yeah, but if you, I'm saying there's a guy who won titles like like I saw today though. There was a thing, you know, dude, Bernard Hopkins. That's who I'm thinking of. He, he, he's 49 years old. He owns a championship. Yes, and he said he wants he wants Floyd. Good fucking he's, luck. He's Good fucking but luck. But actually, that's a perfect for at his age. That's a perfect person to defend against. Wait, who are you talking about? For Hopkins to pick because you're not going to get your shit pushed in. Oh, 
by Floyd. Like you won't you won't be changed down the line. Like when he's sixty, he's not going to feel it. You're not going to get raped. But that's what I mean. Like that's a perfect. Guy. He might get knocked out though. He'll, he might get he's knocked out. Get but he's not going to like yeah, change yeah, his yeah, life forever. Because yeah. like he still owns two titles though. Do you know that Hopkins owns two titles? He's forty nine years old. He's going to lose both. This is why well, the WWE is better because they're like, oh, we're going to force you to lose <laughs> your belt. I can't believe Hopkins owned it. Dude, Roy Jones beat Hopkins 25 years ago and got no respect. Are you going to see Hopkins going to fight fucking Floyd now? That's retarded. Oh, he's going to get murdered. He's going to win one round out of 12. That's the most anybody wins. I love Floyd. All right, so Floyd's going to win this shit. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on. Uh, we'll talk about the NFL draft. So I used to be really into the NFL draft, like senior year of high school, probably through junior year of college. I would watch all the draft coverage. I still belong to a forum, a message board that was all about the draft. But really, all the people I like came up with, like are we all posted at the same time? We now just post an off-topic, which is like NBA, baseball. Like we post about everything except for football because like the other thing is all young people and we don't talk right, to them anymore. Right. But so like I used to really follow it. I, I would DVR the combine and watch the entire combine. Really? I would watch all the tape. as I would record Jeez. college games and watch the tape. Who are you? <laughs> but I I've absolutely stopped it. Now like I... I'll watch Notre Dame games, and I'll watch like the big college games, but I won't really watch that much. Um, so I don't know that much anymore. I'm not that into it. I'm just not that into it. I can't even do it. But we all can talk about Johnny Menzel! <laughs> Johnny Football! He's an entertaining man. He is, he, hopefully he brings to the NFL what Swaggy P can bring to the NBA. That's what I'm hoping. And hopefully he's better overall. Well, I don't care as if he's an athlete. better. If his, as long as he's more, uh, just as entertaining, I do not care. I think, I think he's a lock to bring what Vic brought to the league. So I was very disappointed because Business Insider had a top 21 most outrageous thing that, he, that Johnny Mansell's ever done. <laughs> they weren't that outrageous. What's that one? Oh, I can shit. booze with my mama in Texas. So he's under 21. He's getting real drunk. But police officer said we couldn't do anything. His mama was drinking right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny. And I'm, I'm hoping this hot blonde chick right here is not this. No Johnny, shit. give me a call. Johnny, I'm going to bang your mom. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So it's upsetting because like, like the worst one was like he got heat tickets or he got heat Mavericks tickets, first row somehow. How'd he get them? And there's another picture of him like, oh, LeBron took a picture with him. It was like, so LeBron got him front row tickets to the Mavericks game. That's of a- course he didn't fucking tickets. Yes. Come on. Oh, Rick Ross! Partying with Rick Ross! Dude, Rick Ross is number... See? Like he went to game two of the finals. Rick like- Ross is number four on the power rankings to uh, buy the Clippers. This is my favorite. So somebody was talking shit to him. He said... Why are you that mad, bro? And he tweeted a picture of his Heisman <laughs> trophy. That's true. If I won the Heisman, if anyone talked shit, I would just be posting pictures of my Heisman every fucking second. Yeah. Or random bitches with my trophy. 
No, no, those would just be dick Rick pics. Ross. Those would just be dick pics. What about Sherman's dick pics lately? Have you heard Who? about that? No. Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman? Sherman? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Richard got caught up in a fucking dick yeah. pic deal. And the the sexting, it was, it was like... Uh, was it a Snapchat? Like, why don't athletes own no, Snapchat? well, I don't think... I don't know if it was... I feel like bitches are too dumb. It might have been Snapchat. Yeah, they're not... Not they're not women. Swipe. The, the ones that are they're sending their dick pics to. All right, all right. So anyways, there's a picture of Johnny Manziel wearing a Tim Tebow jersey to a Texas A&M frat party. (laughs) (laughs) And that makes me very happy. Good for him. It's so good. It is so good. That's like me wearing this to a fucking Tom Tebow party. (laughs) Uh, So we're all on the subject. So supposedly the Lakers asked for Tom Tebow to get an interview with Tom Thibodeau. If that happened, is Swaggy P now coming to the Bulls? Wait, what if... Thibodeau goes coaches the Lakers. Should the Bulls sign Swaggy P as their starting shooting no, guard? No, Because they got, they got they Rose coming back. Derek Rose, Swaggy P, Jimmy Butler, Maradich, and, and the Noah. And I, I appreciate Kobe for wanting to get a good coach, but... That's not happening. The thing is, Kobe couldn't play for Thibodeau because Thibodeau would be like playing for defense, and Kobe's like, nah. The thing <laughs> was, I thought the thing that was more interesting was the fact that the two coaches they named for the favorites were both college: Calipari and Ollie. Kevin Ollie. Kevin Ollie, yeah. I think Kevin Ollie's going to go to OKC. Really, you think that? So he was an assistant. He could, yeah. Or he played on right, OKC. Yeah, that's right. And he went back to UConn. I think. I think if OKC loses, yeah. Yeah, Brooks is gone, and Kevin Alley is a perfect place for that for him. And then so Calipari, the only great place to go is to the Lakers. Lakers. I said this a long time ago. I think Calipari is going to the Lakers. I thought it was a long time ago. So Simmons tweeted that he thinks that the Bulls are going to get the Lakers first round pick this year, and they'll send Tibbs over to to LA and hire Fred Hoiberg. What? Are you serious? Is it serious? Is it serious? Like statement? he's like I feel like he I'm, he doesn't have any sources for that. Well, no, but that's a serious feeling. Though. Like that he thinks that's what's going to happen. Really? Wow. I don't want Fred. Hilliard. Does he think he thinks Tibbs is worth the first round pick? I think he thinks the Lakers think that Tibbs is worth the first round pick. Holy shit! That means the Bulls would have three first round picks this year. That's incredible. Do you think they could pack? Tibbs gets a first round pick. Way to go! Do you think? Tibbs, uh, so the Lakers first round pick, the Bulls first round pick, and the Bobcats first round pick. Could they move into the top three with that? Who? Like, could they move into the? Could they trade one of the top three teams for their? First oh, round any pick? of those teams? Like, so like they offered three first round picks. Who? Oh, the Bulls. Okay. And then there are two non lottery picks to get in the top three. Do you think they could get there? I fucking hope so. But the thing is, would you rather have one superstar or three really good guys? It's hard, dude. Who knows? Jabari's up in the air. He's going to be a top three pick. Yeah. Who knows if he's going to be a top three player? That's a fucking shot in the dark. Because if the Bulls could, if the Bulls can move in the top five, even I think they need. I think Jar. Uh, dude, I thought Jabari. 
I really think, and I'm not trying to be selfish as a Duke fan. Mm-hmm. I thought he was an awful defender. I don't think he's a good defender. And if he has to guard threes, he'll get destroyed. Yes. Like, bad. And it'll be embarrassing for him. It's going to be embarrassing for his team. I think I think he's a, he's stre- he's a great stretch four, but I don't think he's a good three. He's a, he's a great stretch four, but he wants to be a three. That's the problem. The thing is, in the new NBA, though, like he's fine. I don't think so. I think he's bad. He's, his defense is so bad. That to be fair, he's better than Harden at defense. It's true. Because <laughs> at least he tries. That's true. Well, I'm like I'm expecting so much more out of Jabari. Like, mm-hmm. if he becomes an, a defensive player, right now he's a zero on defense. Like he's fucking horrible. He got destroyed by Mercer. No, he's a, he's a negative on the defense. Destroyed by Mercer. He's not a zero. Yeah, he's uh, a zero. A, a zero. He's an average guy. He's not average. He's below average. I'm embarrassed for him for defense. Like he's that bad. If he would have stayed another year, he would have got better on offense. And fucking hell of a lot better on defense. You know what we had to do one time? I would love... We should make a city... City teams. So, like, everyone who comes from Chicago, everyone who comes from New York, L.A. We'll do, like, two L.A. teams, two New York teams. Yeah. Yeah, let's do hot spots. We only need to do, like, ten, because that's where all the teams are. Well, I would... Like, like... Five. Let's try to make it six, make it even. Yeah. That would be great. I think it'd be a fun thing to do. We do that. That's an off-season thing. I'll, I'll make a note. By the way, um, what is this? What Johnny Manziel, one of his uh, college his college friend, dropped out of college to be his ma- manager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty easy decision. Entourage. <laughs> he partied with Drake. <laughs> Fuck Drake. <laughs> oh, did you ever see the Chive photos where no. they called Drake the best girlfriend ever? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I saw that. <laughs> I don't do chat, but I understand. Uh, so, we'll move on, because we, uh, we've been too long already. We've been flapping our gums too long. Yeah. Uh, do you have any favorite prospects in this uh, draft? Uh, you know, I like... Uh, well, my dad. my dad's a big Rams fan, so... Mm-hmm. I want my dad to get a, a quality player for once. Okay. So, I say... Johnny Manziel or Sammy Watkins? Because Sammy's a baller. Sammy Watkins is going way too high. You think so? Yes. Oh, no. So I'm looking. My favorite draft site is not the one I'm actually a member of. It's Draft Breakdown. Okay. So they have have videos of every prospect. Like they cut videos from individual games. So you can watch just every play that they're involved with. They cut it down to like every play they're involved in. Okay. So it's great. It's great for videos. Um, they do they do pretty good articles, not great articles, but it, it's great. So they have him going second overall. I think that's way, it's way too high for Sammy Watkins. He's not Calvin Johnson. Let me put it that way. Probably not. But who is? Best case scenario, Barry Marshall. That's what I think for Sammy Watkins. That's fucking awesome, though. That's <laughs> number not number two pick. If you land a Brandon Marshall, that's good. That's well, not that's not worth number two pick. Really? No. Not when you can possibly have a like top great quarterback. Okay, so you, so you think Manziel is number two then? No. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said. I think the chance that Manziel becomes a top five quarterback is more than a guaranteed 10th ranked receiver. Okay, 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 okay. It's worth the gamble is worth. But so, all right. So let me put this: way. if you were the Rams, I wouldn't take a quarterback. They believe, me, they no. believe too much in what's his name? I can't remember. Not not it's good. Bradford, Oklahoma Bradford. Car. Sam Bradford. Not not good. Let me let me put this way. All right. So let me give you three options. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have. I would take Greg, Greg Robinson, the offense tackle, for that. All right. That's what I was going to ask. So yes. you'll you'll take the okay. I'll take the tackle. Good enough. You'll take the tackle. I always believe Bill And that's lies. how I think I think everyone has them taking the tackle. Yes. Pretty much build, build the lines. These guys, apparently. Yeah. Build the lines. That's always I'm always about if you're a bad team, if you're dominant up front, you'll at least be in the game. Like Cleveland right, Browns right. are bad. But they are pretty solid on both the lines, so they're always in the game. And you could the Bears got Brandon Marshall for two like two third round picks. That's what I'm saying. Like Marshall's good. Is that worth a second round pick? Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And Alshon Jeffrey, second round pick. And this thing, like, wide receivers, they're always awesome for fucking over their previous team by doing something stupid like raping somebody or, like, just doing something (laughs) retarded. They're supposed to be divas. You can obviously pick them up off the wire for cheaper than usual. Football, football. Offensive linemen, they don't fuck up usually. (laughs) Football is very different because each like position kind of has their own personality. Be successful receivers. You have to be about me, me, me saying I am the best to be successful. Deshaun. (laughs) But yeah, I also don't believe in Blake Bortles that much. I think Teddy Bridgewater, my, my bold prediction is Teddy Bridgewater is the first quarterback taken. I like Teddy. I thought Teddy. I only watched two games. I think of Teddy's this year, but I thought he was great. I I don't think any of the quarterbacks probably taken are likely to be a top five quarterback in the league. I love Manziel though. Manziel so much fun. I would want him on my team because he's fun to root for. Here's the thing: like it's hard for me to say like the like like McShay and Kuiper. Mm-hmm. Like they get they get way into the draft. They know all kinds of right. fucking shit, but. It's hard for me to talk like to talk shit about Manziel when you look at where the the Cowboys drafted Romo. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought Romo was gonna be shit, right? No, but so, but I agree with the with with the uh, with the creator of Draft Countdown was where I'm part of. Um, so basically, of the starting quarterbacks in the National Football League, okay. Like seventy percent are first round draft picks, and then ev- like everybody, every other round is like the five, like whatever percent they're actually in. Yeah. So it's rare to get someone late in the draft. It is rare. Yeah. Yeah. So Tom Brady came from like what fifth yeah, round. You can't count on that. That's, that's it's rare. Right. But when you when I watch Tony Romo, I don't think he's that fundamentally sound to think that. I don't think that Johnny Manziel can't do that. No, no, no. I agree. Everyone's like, oh, he can't do what he did in college and he does in Romo's all about the... Brett Favre did all the same things that Johnny Manziel does. Yeah. And Johnny Manziel's probably more athletic. He probably doesn't have as strong as an arm. It's much more athletic, probably, yeah. But he probably can move I'm around I'm pretty sure Favre could never dunk a basketball ever in his life. He probably could have. I doubt it. I mean, he takes a lot of Viagra so he could bounce off his dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's his only chance. <laughs> 
This is his only chance. Fuck you, Brett Favre, you piece of shit. But yeah, um, do not sex us your dick. I love Aaron Donald. He's he's projecting a lot of drafts to go to the Bears. So I love him. That means the Bears aren't going to select him. He's going to be available, and he's not going to, they're not going to select him. I'm a big fan of Ha Ha. Ha Ha Clinton Ha Ha Clinton. And then actually, um, my favorite actual like sleeper prospect is probably in third round, I believe, of this draft. Um, yeah, there he is. Daquan Jones of Penn State, I think, is going to make an impact right away. Um, he's my favorite sleeper of the draft. I think he was a big impact. Even though Penn State's defensive line wasn't that good, I thought he was really good in all of his games, so we'll hope for the best. But Oh! Damian Lillard is a man. He is a man. He just hit a setback three, everybody. Lillard's awesome. Wes, if we were um, any less athletes than we are right now, because we're... I'm a huge athlete. We're, we're, we're top athletes. Huge. And we're ready to be drafted. Right. What does your suit look like when you're invited to New York? Dude, well, by far the best suit ever is the straight white LeBron James. Yeah, see, that seems like, to me, that's Travolta and staying alive. Dude, that's, just, suit. that's just being you. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a white suit guy. Actually, it was, it was an embarrassing suit. It was horrible. I'd probably go with black pin with white pin thread. So we all agree three piece. Right? Three piece, obviously. You gotta yes. do suit. Yes. You now, even have to do that with weddings. You gotta make people know that I, I've you're never done important. I've never done it. I've never done. I make sure people know I'm important. I've I only work, done three piece three for piece. my sister's wedding for being usher. My vest is worth as much as your smile, bitch. <laughs> Don't even look at me. That's what I say to people. <laughs> Sometimes so, I walk down the aisle before the bride and groom just because I want people to know. So you can't go full breasted. I don't. I don't like too many buttons. I like two or three is the most. That's fine. That's fine. You can't do four button. Do you like four button? Because I don't. No. Like, fuck. I don't like it all the way oh, up. Too much work. I. I just don't think it looks good. No. Especially on guys that big, yeah. as big as us. No. No. <laughs> you can't. You can't do it. Oh. Oh, Harden got injured. No, he just got fouled. Um. So I would probably go tan. I've been really into the tan. A tan suit. Tan, Yellow tan, sunglasses. Tan vest. No, I'm not doing exactly the same. <laughs> I would go dark shirt. Tan, dark shirt. I'd go like dark blue with a, a bright tie. Jesus. But I don't know what color perfectly. Who the fuck are you? I would I would probably go with a, a, a almost I'd almost go with a light tan tie to match the suit. Oh my! And I think it would be a great. That sounds awful. Combination. <laughs> also, if I didn't do that, I would do suspenders, no no vest, bow tie. Dude, I'd probably go with the swaggy P jersey with like blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I go red solo cup. Don Sterling jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go in a KKK hood. Yeah. Don Sterling on the back, number zero. I'd wear a Riley Cooper jersey. 
Yeah, I hear, yeah, I hear Sterling's going to buy the Eagles. So just to let everyone know, I'm drinking Wes's aged gin and tonic. Oh, man. This aged <laughs> gin. So you said it was Tangeray originally, right? Tangeray, yep. Tangeray. So he put a piece of wood in it. For I, I've never heard of this doing this a gin before. He put a piece of wood into it and aged it for three months, six months. We're talking, what's today? Say it's May, in May the 2nd. May 2nd. So we're talking about, dude, it's been four and a half months. Four and a half months. It now tastes like I'm drinking cedar. <laughs> not cider. I did not say cider. I'm drinking cedar right now. Have you ever licked a tree? I actually have. That's what you're tasting. No, that that tastes better than this. Oh my god. This this tastes like a campfire. I told you I would not drink that. Or I didn't really tell you. No, no. You I like, knew I wouldn't No, it. actually what you said is drink that. Nobody else is going to. <laughs> yeah. I believe it was the exact words you used. Hey, we did filter it through a Subway napkin. So. <laughs> You're like, there's filters. Oh, whatever. Use this Subway napkin. So now I'm having some green dye number two, some yellow dye number two. Yeah, that's true. That's a hell of a concoction. <laughs> Yeah, good to know you. But that's fine. I'm okay with it because it tastes like we just went out back, set a fire to a tree, a pine tree, and all the bad flavors are coming into my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a natural disaster in your mouth. All right, so we're going to try to finish up with my World Cup teams. So what I've been trying to say... Uh, I asked Wes before the podcast to try to come up with nicknames for the teams. So I'm going to start with explaining Spain. And while I explain, uh, Wes, just jump in whenever you want as a nickname you think for them. Okay. So Spain has been the dominant national team for the past eight years. Probably six years, really. (laughs) Um, If you hear Ticataki, Ticataki. Yeah, whatever. I can't. I can't talk when I'm drunk. Basically, they're a big possession team. Um, they have they have many really good players: Iniesta, Xavi, Fabregas, Silva. Um, they don't have a great finisher, but it doesn't matter because they set each other up in such great positions. They're amazing, and so something I'm going to try to do from now on is compare each team to a NBA team. And what I compa- compare Spain to is the Spurs. They pass, and they always have more than enough room to do whatever their moves. They're not super young where they have crazy athleticism, but they always know where they are. They're still really talented, and they can make the shots. Who's the little fat ass on the team? <laughs> the little fat ass? Uh, or the big fat ass, if you have to have... They don't have a little or big fat ass, really. Like So... What happens in soccer, so Ronaldo was, uh, not Cristiano Ronaldo, but the original Ronaldo in Brazil, was always called a fatty, and he was probably like six foot, like 185, and people were like, Jeez. he's so fat, he can't run around. So like, they don't really have anyone fat, like Fabregas is probably their biggest, like, widest dude, and he's skinny. So, they don't have a little fat ass, but... They just have the teamwork passing around. They're they're a little bit older, but they're still dominant, and they're going to win a lot of games. 
Is there anybody else good in this division? Yes. This is called, I would call this the group of death. Okay, so they need to be careful. So the traditional group of death means if there were any other group, three three of the teams in this group, if there were any other group, would have easily qualified. So Spain, Netherlands, and Chile should have easily qualified of any other group. So they got to watch out. So they have to watch out. Only two of these guys can advance. All right. So now, Wes, what do you think their nickname should be for Spain? And I would like an explanation as well. By the way, you're just checking out women right now. (laughs) (laughs) I started out checking out things about Spain and I ended up on X videos. Spanish women. (laughs) X videos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Wes, we can't do this right now. Okay. Um... I have no idea. Well, I'll call them... I have no idea. So, they're really called La Roja, or if you want to be fancy with it, La Furia Roja, which means the furious red. Good lord. (laughs) Wes, let's concentrate here. Just close it up. Close it up. All right. Um, La Furia Roja. Um, The worst thing about these nicknames is they're either really fancy... That you would have no reason why they were called that name, or really boring, which is just the color of their jersey. So, what is this? So, did you ever watch uh, Greaser Hooligans? I'm sure you did. Yes. So, was that real fan bases, or was that fake? So, they were talking about real teams. Um, so, he, he rooted for West Ham United. Okay. And Millwall's a real team, and they're both kind of hooligan-based. Um, they, that was a real song The Pretty Bubbles in the Air Really? Yes That's wow. their real song That's awesome But it's also a song Of several other clubs It's no. not just them No, fuck them um, But Millwall Hasn't been like First division in a real long time West Ham is much better than them But um, it's And hooligan culture Hasn't been that bad Since like the 80s So if everyone wants to know Like Um Record 30 for 30 soccer stories on your DVR. No. Hillsboro will come up. That's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> the Hillsboro documentary is about Liverpool was playing in the FA Cup and people got squeezed to the front and and killed because they let too many fans in in one section. Jesus. And so um, it's, it's justice for the 96, I believe. Because 96 people died, and they blamed it on the fans for killing them. Um, so, it's a really good documentary. Everyone should watch it. Easy way out. Yes. Um, you fucked them up. So we're, You killed them. We'll move on to the next team. Netherlands or Holland. Um, one of my favorite soccer books is called The Brilliant Orange, The Neurotic Genius of, the, of Dutch Soccer. Um, so, the Dutch are a very small country. They're not that big. They play beautiful soccer. They're my favorite team besides the U.S. in international soccer to watch. Really? Yeah. So they play very smart soccer, and there's a lot of talented guys on the team, but they're, like the title of the book says, they're a bit neurotic, so they're kind of in their own head. So this is actually why I compared them to Oklahoma City, because they've always finished second. They've had three second-place finishes, in the World Cup, and especially in their 1974 team, uh, 
originated Total Football, which is very popular. You can read many books on Total Football. Um, but they finished second, even though they should have won that game. Um, their their big player is Robin. Um, he'll, he'll be their right winger. And so you'll see him a lot. So, like, in basketball, you know that guys make their head they one move. So, like, right. they'll be set up in a place and you're like, I know exactly what they're going to do. It's going to happen. So he comes darting in on the right side, and he's going to cut the ball in and shoot with his left foot, upper 90, and he scores about 40% of his goals that way. He'll come down the right side, cut in, defender will be lost, and he'll shoot the ball upper Every 90. time? Not every time, but like... Almost every time. A lot for soccer. So, Wes, what do you think their nickname should be? Well... And don't look up Dutch board. <laughs> I have not looked up Dutch board, but... I've seen a lot of T-Bone talk over here. Mm-hmm. So, T-Bone. T-Boners. T-Boners. No. They're basic, and they're called the Oranje because they're orange. Who is? The Netherlands. The so Dutch. The Dutch. They're orange jerseys, so they're called the Oranje because that's Dutch yeah, for orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's boring, and Chile is just as boring. So, T-Bone's not good? The T-Bone's not good. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> um, the next... Uh, okay, what they call themselves? It's called Chile. Um, they were really good in, in qualifying for in South America. Um, the I issue, got a good one here. The issue with them is they're like the Houston Rockets. They score a lot, but their defense isn't very strong, so they let, a, let, up, let up a lot of goals. So people who don't love soccer, I would say watch the Chile games, Chile, because you'll see a lot of goals. They have a lot of games that are 4 nothing, 3-2, 4-3. So you'll see a lot of goals. It'll be more like hockey than you're used to. So it's great for an American audience to watch Chile because they're really aggressive. They're all about trying to steal the ball on the offensive third, take the ball away from the other team, and score. Uh, against that, because they're not super talented, other people can counterattack them very easily. They don't have a strong defense, so a lot of people score on them a lot. So they're like, they're basically like Swaggy P in soccer. Yes. They all fucking Iggy Azalea. (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, So also in 30 for 30 soccer stories, I suggest everyone watch a doc called The Opposition. So during during the the Pinochet uh, coup d'etat over Chile, they made their national stadium into a prison. Really? And so they were in a playoff versus the USSR, and the USSR refused to come play in Chile because they said it's fascist and we don't want to play there. The FIFA came, FIFA came, and they hid all the prisoners on the outside of the stadium. What? Yes. There was, there was about 20,000 people Holy being held shit. prison in the stadium. What? And FIFA said it's okay to come. <laughs> USSR yet to come. Uh, the USSR the said we won't show up, and so then ch- they made Chile play, play and score a goal against no opposition to go what? to the World Cup. That's so stupid. It's a great documentary, and it's awesome. There's awesome footage of there's like five passes, and it looks awkward, and they like just kind of pass the ball into the goal. It's great. It's a great thing you have to, you have to go see. What a see. weird thing to be a part of that team. Like, what the They fuck? ended up not 
getting any points at the World Cup that year. Whatever. But like it's they changed so, the world. So, no, they didn't change the world at all. They they all hated the team. So the the star of the team, um, they they tortured his mother to say you have to go to the World Cup and you can't talk shit about our country. Otherwise, we're gonna kill your mom. <laughs> so, it's a great documentary. It's not uplifting at all, but it's great. So, Wes, do you have a nickname for this Chilean side? Nope. Uh, they're boring. They're called the La Roja because they're red. They wear red jerseys. I did see that. I saw the, but you told me not to pick the first one. So, <laughs> all right. So now we're. We'll go up on the little sister of the group, Australia. They're just in a disadvantageous uh, position in this group. They're faced with three really good teams. They're going to lose all their games. They're actually very similarly talented to the U.S. They probably have a better, the best talent of either of the two teams in uh, Tim Cahill. Um, Cahill's old, though, so he's not that strong. Um, they probably have better top-end talent. Than the U.S. and really? the U.S. has more depth, so they get better talent than Taze and Kane. You're saying in soccer? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> By drink, the way, Taves will be Canadian and Kane will be American. Yep, I'll drink up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so they have like their their top two players are probably better than our top two players, but from three to twelve thirty five. The U.S. is probably better. Jesus. Um, they're not going to win a single game. If they get a tie, they'll be ecstatic. And not their FA, but just in general, like, they should be ecstatic with, with oh, the tie. Oh, shit, dude. Wait till you see this, bro. So here's who I compared them to. I compared them to the Dallas Mavericks because they're really good. I think Not really good. They're, they're good, but they just have a bad matchup, and they're going to they're gonna be beat. Who, what, what country are you talking about right now? Australia. So, Wes, what nickname would you give Australia? You know what? The Asian persuasions. Even though they're not Asian, but <laughs> this website I'm on right now. They charge... <laughs> they charge 150 per Asian woman. <laughs> I'm glad you're paying attention. Um, this is my favorite nickname of any soccer nation. They're called the Socceroos, after well, kangaroos. That can mean a lot of things. <laughs> soccer, soccer. Also, their women's team are called the Matildas. S- I don't know why that is. Soccer me and Asian. But, uh, so that's the group of death. I pick Spain and Netherlands to get out of this. Dude, let me just go through Dude, wait a second. This is insane. What? You're not you. You're on a random website. You just want to start reading, dude. It says prostitution prices. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before Wes starts talking, this is drunk now. sports. I'm Matt Sherry. <laughs> Wes, say your name. Swaggy P. <laughs> we'll see you next week.